Bubble Butt Boyfriend Billy. Bubble Butt Boyfriend Billy. <clears throat> Hello? Hello, Michelle. I hear you like scary movies. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, snap. Well, you've got your slashers, supernatural, campy. And I know this is you, Mark. It's not the 90s. Caller ID, bro. The voice sounds good, though. Aw, thanks. So then you've got zombie, creature feature, possession. All right, Michelle, we and... get it. No, seriously, are we talking psychological thrillers, vampires? Ooh, found footage. Boo, you whore. Welcome to prime time, bitch. You'll float, too. You'll float, too. Here's Johnny. I see dead. Christmas, everyone! <laughs> Welcome to Boo You Whore. My name is Michelle. My name is Mark. Mark, we are at the end of the year, and we've got one more episode for you in 2023, and guess what it's about? What is it about, Michelle? Krampus. 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 <laughs> it was released in 2015 and directed by Michael Doherty, and it stars Tony Collette, Adam Scott, David Koechner, Allison Tolman, and MJ Anthony as Little Max. Little Max. Mark, we gotta tell the people what's going on. So you're starting out our 90-second recap in three, okay. two, one, go. Wow, I didn't know you were gonna get okay, okay. No, wait, 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 wait. I didn't that do you always count me down like that? No. I was thrown off. It scared me. Okay, let me get my wits about me. Because this is the good part about starting first. You can start when you want to. No, you can't. Yes, you can, Michelle. There's no rules. Okay, do you have your wits about you? No. Never. Okay, so we open up on like a Black Friday kind of Christmas craziness going on at a department store. And there's also like a little Christmas play going on where Max, the lead character of the movie, is uh, beating up another kid. They get in a fight and then they get home and then Max's German grandma is making cookies. And then uh, their, their annoying family is coming over. Tony Collette's side of the family, which involves her sister, her brother-in-law, and her annoying uh, aunt and their children. And then um, um, they all get in an argument. And then Max shreds up his letter to Santa and he throws it in the air. And then that brings Krampus. He comes over and he's like, I'll teach you to appreciate your Christmas. And then all kinds of crazy shit starts happening. So Beth decides she's going to go see her boyfriend. And so she leaves and she's the first victim of the Krampus. And so basically Krampus and all of his little creatures like Gingerbread Man and a Jack in the Box, they're coming and attacking the family. And Omi's just sitting there. She knows what's up, but she's not saying anything. And so they are just killing them off one by one. And Max decides that, or they all decide they're going to leave the house. And so they do. But then for some reason, Adam Scott's like, I have to sacrifice myself and he stays. And so he gets eaten, of course. And then it basically ends up where it's Max and one of the girls left. And Max is like, I just wanted to make everything good again. And so Krampus kills him, but then he's actually alive, but it's actually in a Christmas hell. (laughs) <laughs> in a Christmas hell. I enjoy Christmas. I'm not like you, Michelle. I, I actually enjoy the holidays. And they're not my like favorite like Halloween, but I enjoy the sparkly lights of Christmas and everything. But when it's time, give Halloween its time to shine. It really does bother me when Christmas tries to step on my Halloween. It's it's not respectful at all. It's so annoying. <laughs> Regardless of my feelings for Christmas, I do love this movie. And I think it's a great 
horror movie just on its own. It is really a good one. It's just something you want to watch every Christmas. It gives you that special. To get in the, the good spirit. Exactly. <laughs> I just like, I want to see Krampus fuck some shit up. Absolutely. Oh, Krampus is so creepy. I love the look of Krampus in this one. Okay, so I didn't know this. Do you know that he's wearing like an old man Santa mask? I did cover... know this. Okay, I didn't notice that until this recent viewing. Did you get it close up of his eyes? Well, see, and that's the thing is I've always focused on his mouth so mm-hmm. much that I finally started realizing, oh, that's like a mask, like a Santa mask. Yeah. And he has goat eyes. And they didn't show Krampus's real face, but I think because they wanted just to leave that up to us. Leave See, it I always just thought he was very Santa-like with a wide open mouth. Yeah. When I first saw it, that's what I thought as well. I was like, oh, okay, he's just a creepy looking Santa with horns. <laughs> it's even creepier that he's wearing an old man Santa face. Like, that's like a leather face level kind of creepiness to Krampus. Absolutely. And I love that. I love it. I think when I found that out, I enjoyed it even more. I was like, yes, it's so weird looking. I love it. Like, the mouth doesn't move, really. Right. It's just kind of fixed. And his tongue slides out, his long tongue. It's creepy. Oh, and I love his fingernails, by the way. (laughs) I love his long fingers. They're so cool. Ew, they remind me of, like... My grandma's fingernails. Oh, your grandma has long, creepy fingernails? She did, yeah. Well, she probably still does. Oh, that's true. Ooh, Ooh. skinny <laughs> and... Hello, Michelle. Let me caress your hair. Ooh. My grandma sounds like a horror character that I'm trying to think, but I can't put my finger on it right now. Bring around the rosy, a pocket full of posy. Leprechaun, that's who she sounds like. My grandma? Michelle. Oh, good to see you again, Michelle. She's looking for my pot of gold. I don't know why I had a weird accent when I said that. (laughs) She's looking for my pot of gold. (laughs) Can we just talk about how accurate the beginning of this movie is? Like the whole first 20 minutes, like from, you know, the craziness at Mucho Mart. And (laughs) all the employees just look so miserable to be there. That is so accurate. And it like... It captures all of the bad parts of Christmas so well. It is. It's mayhem. So did Max get in the fight at the store? Okay. Apparently, maybe it was like a little concert at the store, but it was a school concert or something like that. That's what she's, he said. At the Mucho to... That's weird. You know, when little <laughs> classes get together to sing carols and stuff, it was probably something like that. That's true. I didn't do that. I never did anything like that, but Abby probably did. <laughs> I know. I was like, we didn't get to do that in public school, Mark. <laughs> I think... Max is way too old to believe in Santa Claus, and I think he's lame. Oh, that's rude. No, I love Max. He's like 11. So? Why would you want to grow up? Like, had I known how adulthood (laughs) was, I would have wanted to hold on to any amount of like- I was going to ask you, when did you stop believing? And like, was there a moment or did you just kind of realize one day, like, like, was there something that- made you realize in an instant that Santa didn't exist. There was a magical moment for me where I was young and I, I like tried to stay up late. I feel like I was like watching late night Rocco's Modern Life or something like that. And then <laughs> and then like I kept like going to the living room to like see and there was like nothing there. I was like this asshole skipped my house. I was like, is it because I'm awake? <laughs> no, maybe if I go to sleep. And then when I woke up, there were presents. And I was like, oh, no, I should have stayed awake. Good job, mom. He was probably just like, I'm just going to wait till he goes to sleep. But she was probably sleeping the whole time. He was like, oh, shit, presents. <laughs> I don't even know what age I stopped believing. Because, you know, I had older siblings. And I feel like kids with older siblings find out way younger. But I think I was probably like eight. 
And then they were like, nope, we can't do it anymore. I think Santa saw you carrying knives around when you were a child. And he was just like, hell no, I'm not going to go down that chimney. Well, then why didn't Krampus come? I was summoning the Krampus, man. <laughs> you were. That's what you were doing in that video, staring at the knife, <laughs> speaking Latin. I don't even know. Oh, Krampus speaks German. While we're talking about speaking German, how come Omi speaks German to Max and then Max speaks English back? Yeah, that's normal. Like uh, when I grew up, my... Abuela only spoke Spanish and I, well, I would speak Spanish back to her, but. Yeah, you would speak the language back to her, but they're like speaking in two different languages the whole time. Mm. And Max also translates like for the entire family. I'm like, Adam Scott doesn't even like know German, but Max does. Like what's going on? Max is the main character, Michelle. Max is smart. Max is cool. He's just trying to keep his family together. Max is a peen. All the rest of his family are peens. You don't like Tony Collette, our queen. You don't like her? Her and Adam Scott are the only nice people in this whole movie. Well, that's like most of his family because Beth isn't bad either. I mean, his immediate family isn't that bad. Yeah. So why why is he the worst one to you? Like, why did he care that his list like was read aloud? Okay, you have feelings. Cool. Like, would you want someone to read your list aloud, Michelle? I really don't care. I probably would have cared at that age, though. Exactly, Michelle. Because he's just the nice one. He just wants people to get their shit together, suck the fuck up, and just like be nice for these three days we're together out of the whole damn year. And then go back to hating each other. That's all he wants. He is actually the most level-headed person in the whole thing. He's the most adult-acting person of them all. No, Aunt Dorothy is. Well, yes, <laughs> she's living her own life. I don't know why she went anyway. She would have been happy at the trailer. <laughs> Having her peppermint schnapps. But even Adam Scott tells him, like, well, sometimes you have to. No, you don't have to. Like, that's why people our generation are like, oh, yeah, we don't have to hang out with the family members we don't like. Like, this kid is living in today's time. He was ahead of his time. It's true. He just wants the people to be nice. Wouldn't you hate it if everyone in your family every Christmas was like, oh, Michelle, what are you cooking little ass chickens again, Michelle? <laughs> what do you think my Christmas is like? Why do you think I hate Christmas? <laughs> What does your plate consist of on Christmas? On Christmas? You know, we actually do like, a, what's the word? Finger foods? Like grabables? And like we eat <laughs> grabables? Like, well, what do you call them? It's like the great value lunchables. Grabables. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a grabable. It's like, like appetizers. There we go. Like everyone brings like two or three appetizers and we just like fill up on that. We don't do the fancy. Merry Christmas, y'all. Come to Mark and Michelle's grabable party. <laughs> Bring your favorite grabable. Oh, gosh. But no, that forced family togetherness feeling is so triggering probably for many, many, many people because everyone is so like stressed out on Christmas. I mean, it's amazing how many people don't like Christmas because of like boundaries being violated and whatnot. It's like you said, our generation is like breaking that you have to do it thing. Yeah, to live a happy life. Like, this is my only time off of work. Why would I mm -hmm. spend it, like, listening to someone ignorant say some stupid shit? Like, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> and that's what Max was thinking. He was like, let's just enjoy Christmas, y'all. How about that? If that whole extended <laughs> family wouldn't have shown up, Think about it. Krampus would have never happened. It, it's all of those people's fault because it I feel is. Adam Scott and his family or whatever, they would have been fine. I just don't know why Omi didn't 
tell Max that yeah. bedtime story growing up so he would at least... Oh, I blamed Omi for the entire thing because she fell asleep she did. knowing if that fire goes out, Krampus is coming she down. She did. And she didn't even tell anyone like, hey, I'm getting kind of sleepy, but if you let this fire go she out... She knows how these people are. Yeah. She's just going to let it fall asleep. It's because she's drunk on that hot chocolate she was making. She was pouring <laughs> a little bit of something something in that hot chocolate. Some of that peppermint schnapps. Peppermint schnapps. Her and the ants. That's the deleted scenes. Her and the ants are just in the kitchen getting shit fixed. <laughs> now it. that's the Krampus too that I need. This is some good peppermint schnapps. Yes. She was all keep the fire hot, and then she fell asleep. Keep the fire hot. I love when the ant says English. I knew it. <laughs> okay, so Mark, which character do you identify with the most? Like, which one is you? I, I, it can be a blend of two. It's 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 clearly the ant. <laughs> I just want to get shit face on Christmas, be like enjoy myself. No, uh, I think I think maybe Max. So, are you a blend of Max and Aunt Dorothy? I am. That's a perfect blend right there, Max and Aunt Dorothy. Right. See, there. I think I'm a blend of Aunt Dorothy and Tony Colette. Tony Colette. <laughs> I like how you say that. Tony Colette. You mean Tony Colette? She's Australian. No, it's so weird. It's so weird. Hi, my name's Tony Collette, and today we are gonna take a walk down memory lane looking at some of the films that I've made over the last 30 years. Let's go. I had no idea for such a long, that's not a good Australian accent. I, I had either. no idea for such a long time. Okay, so the aunt says, why me? I never liked kids, even when I was one. And I'm like, oh my God, that's yes, me. me too. And then the Tony Collette line where she's like talking to her sister and she's like, just thought you might want a break from macaroni and hot dogs. And then her sister goes, yeah, right. <laughs> I know. And like, I give my sister crap all the time because I feel like my niece only eats macaroni. I was like, I'm the snooty hoe. That is Tony Collette. <laughs> the director did want to make this movie kind of like a Silent Night, Deadly Night and like Black Christmas, those kind of 80s Christmas slashers. And this was apparently a lot darker, kind of like grindhouse -y. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I guess they wanted to... Uh, something more marketable and I guess Krampus was like so popular there's so many Krampus movies did you know that yeah there's just like so many even the year this came out <laughs> you know they're like dang exactly so it's crazy but this one <laughs> is so well done and I think a lot of it is because of the effects a lot of them were practical effects again a shout out to the practical effects team from Weta I'm not sure it's a workshop company they are the company that did like all the effects for like the Lord of the Ring movies and so many more, but they did such a great job with this, like the teddy bear. Well, I will say the snow looked a lot better in this movie than Jack Frost. <laughs> yes. I will say that. Sorry. They filmed this in New Zealand. I don't know if that's like real snow or not out there, but it no, it was actually made out of diapers. Like, like shredded diapers. Oh, really? Yeah, because I actually looked up to see what it was made out of because I was like, that looks way better. It doesn't look like coconut. That looked so real. The snow looks so real. And I, also the makeup, their faces like getting almost like frostbitten. They're turning oh, yeah. red. It made it look so cold. Uh -huh. Things like that, like makeup and the practical effects. That's what makes these movies, me at least, that's what makes me coming back for more. Uh, that's just also the director. He, he That was his decision. He wanted a lot of these practical effects to look like how they did in the 80s, how they look so fun and cool. They were trying to go for the gremlins and like poltergeist, things like that. Yes. Especially with poltergeist with yes. like the clown and everything. And that's one of my favorite uh, characters in this is the, the Jack the, in the Box. The Jack in the Box? Yes. Yes, that's my favorite because he's got this big old head and these little beady eyes. And when he makes that noise, he sounds like a graboid like groan like a... 
There you go. Oh my God, you're so good at that. (laughs) Okay, so we can go ahead. Best kill. That was my favorite kill was when he ate Jordan. Mm. I loved when Krampus arrived and he started clapping. That was so creepy. But anyway. Oh, yes, I love that too. And that was a person (laughs) in the bodysuit. And for it to like, slither up they had uh it had the person in wires so ah. it was really cool and i love the little elves and everything but uh my favorite i think was probably little howie yes it's so funny when he takes a bite out of the gingerbread man and the gingerbread <laughs> man goes <laughs> well, you know who voiced the gingerbread men, right? Yes. Let us know. Let us know. Mr. Chris Griffin, a.k.a. Seth Green. Uh, Dad, one question. What do you got against Seth Green? We're all entitled to our own opinion. For example, me, I think Seth MacFarlane's a douche. Yes, he's one of my favorites. Uh, Austin Powers is one of my favorite movies, so that's how I know him. Scotty! Why make trillions when we could make... Billions? A trillion is more than a billion, numbnuts. All right, zip it. So Beth, you know, leaves to go see her boyfriend. And, you know, she's walking and she's looking frostbitten and cold. And I'm like, girl, why didn't you just turn around? Like, no boy is worth that. (laughs) I know. Well, she just wants to go get high, Michelle. She saw that colorful candy cane bong. She just wants to go get high. Candy cane bong. She's there with her family. She needs a little weed break. And that's all she was going to go do. I'd travel through the snow for a little bong hit as well. (laughs) Hell no. I hate the cold. The second that wind started eating my face off, I'd be like, no, I'm going home. And then she wouldn't have died. Uh of a little fun fact, the director let the actors naturally react to these characters, so he didn't let them see the costume characters until they filmed their scenes with them. It was also kind of like an homage to Ridley Scott's Alien. Ooh, yeah. Did you also know that the elves have a backstory? Okay, please tell me, because with the elves, they always remind me of Troll 2, but what what is the backstory of the elves? Because I want to know. The backstory is they, they just rebelled against Santa. Like they were just naughty elves that rebelled against that and they went to go work for Krampus. So they're like um, Crowley or no, not Crowley. Who's the one that got cast out of heaven because he wanted to rebel? Abby? Lucifer. There we go. The devil? (laughs) The devil? I was going to say Matt Damon and Ben Affleck for the cast out angels in Dogma. Have you ever seen Dogma? <laughs> no, but I thought you were going to say Matt Damon and Ben Affleck played the elves. And I was like, no yes, way. They, that's another little fun <laughs> fact. And Gary Oldman is Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, no, I love the elves. I love the uh, reindeer with the curly horns. I thought that looked really neat. I love how everything is just like Santa, but the creepy version. That's like what we live for. I love it. I love the chains of Krampus. I love his little hooves. And then he just leaves little gifts (laughs) in his bag of demonic toys. There's another little fun fact. When the uh, teddy bears throw down in the attic, it does like the little Wilhelm scream. Do you know about the Wilhelm scream? Yes, I do. Explain it to our listeners that may not know what that is. So the Wilhelm scream is, uh, and you guys will probably know it, we'll play it right now. So that scream, you've probably heard it, is... Uh, In a lot of movies, it's a stock sound effect, and it's been used in a number of films and TV series beginning in 1951 with the film Distant Drums. That's a little fun fact. I didn't know anything about that, but I I always heard that scream growing up. I was like, who is doing, is this the same actor in all of these? (laughs) (laughs) So Howard and Adam Scott go out. Havoc has been wreaked upon this community. 
something grabbed Howard. What was that? Because that same thing ends up grabbing Tony Collette and her sister. Yeah. What is that? Yeah, I know. I love it when Tony Collette puts Max in the car. She's like, bye. <laughs> she gets psyched in. Uh, I don't know. I just, I imagine it was probably like a bunch of those little uh, jack-in-the-boxes. That's what I just figured it was. You're wrong, Mark. You know what it was? It was what? a snow shark. Oh, my God. Or it was a it was a snow orca. It was a snorka. No, no, Michelle. <laughs> you didn't see it. You didn't see it. Well, you don't, you don't know. know. Maybe they were graboids. <gasps> they were graboids. Awesome. Well, okay, so Krampus wears a mask. He wears a face over his real mm-hmm. face. I think that was kind of the concept behind the Jack in the Box. So maybe the Jack in the Box is some kind of graboid. Wearing a Jack in the Box outfit. I will accept that theory. Did you know this whole movie was started because Michael Doherty, the director, received a Christmas Eve card that featured Krampus. And then he was just like, this would be a great movie. He always wanted to make like a scary Christmas movie. That's how it all began. Wasn't that crazy? I wish like my ideas could happen like that. Like I have ideas like that all the time and they don't get made into motion pictures. I just need someone to give me the money to make them happen. (laughs) This is very true. I have great ideas. (laughs) So as everyone knows, I watch all movies with subtitles and I caught something that I have never heard in my life and it cracked me up. All the adults are like talking in the other room and you can hear it very quietly, but I never knew what they were saying. It says, it could be terrorist, right? And he says, maybe they traded their suicide vests for some rabid snow dogs. Rabid snow dogs. <laughs> I have those crazy family members who think everything is a terrorist attack or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, he, yeah, and he me plays laugh. those characters well. As you know, he plays the character in Anchorman. Whammy. Champ here. I'm all about having fun. You know, get a couple of cocktails in me, start a fire in someone's kitchen, maybe go to SeaWorld, take my pants off. Anyway, I become kind of famous for my signature catchphrase whammy when i see him i think of him being the creepy manager in waiting oh yes i love waiting that's one of my favorites actually there's a lot of great horror actors in waiting ryan reynolds is in adamieville horror our scream king justin long anna ferris is in all the scary, scary movies movie. <laughs> there you go who else is in that andy, andy milanakis <laughs> it's my show is andy milanakis i rock peace on my head but don't call me a P-head. Bees on my head, but don't call me a B-head. Bruce Lee's on my head, but don't call me a Lee-head. Now please excuse me, I got to get my tree fed. You- Life-changing. Indeed. Comedy. <laughs> yeah, basically, I don't know. I guess they were kind of forced to leave the house, right? Because the elves all busted in, and then Omi was like, no, I'm going to stay and sacrifice myself. And they're like, no, Omi, but then they leave. He's trying to open the door. I'm just like, well, just go through the window. Yeah. I'm like, they came in. <laughs> Go get your old ass mama. Get her the fuck out of there. <laughs> I know. No, but she would have died in the cold. You don't want to see an old lady die in the cold. No. You also want to see Krampus lick on your mama either. Mm. That's just. I don't know. It's a hard one. But she got herself into that. She should have told Adam Scott that story when he was a little boy. Just like you do to all the kids when you grow up and they're terrified of the boogeyman. And now we're all well-adjusted adults. It's true. It's true. (laughs) So I think we're just going to have to start this theoretical conversation. Okay. So really the two main theories I have are they are trapped in a Christmas hell and they are doomed to relive Christmas over and over and over. Or I more so believe this one. I feel like because Max stood up to Krampus and like sacrificed himself, he got like a pass and got his family back. 
But then they all realize like, oh, he's watching me. I better be good because it's like they better watch out, better not cry mm-hmm. because Santa's always watching. So Krampus is watching. So mm-hmm. what do you think? Are they trapped in the snow globe of hell or did he get his family back because he sacrificed himself, but they're still under Krampus's watch? I like both of those. <laughs> okay, so if they are in the snow globe, when did they enter the snow globe? When the blizzard happened or when the creatures appeared? I just think it just happened after Max sacrificed himself, right? After he went into like the bag of toys. I think when he died, everything was just like just set back to okay. Christmas Day. So you're not following the snow globe Christmas hell over and over theory. You think? No, I also I I like that better because I like a not happy ending. Bleak. You like bleak endings? I do. I do. Like, does he have the Krampus nightmare every night and then wake up every morning to Christmas morning and then they slowly realize because they realize pretty quickly and they're like, oh shit, the rest of Christmas is ruined now. Yeah. And do they always have like Christmas dinner? Like if you figure it out, you're like, okay, I can make this work. I can make this work. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, I have ham and turkey every day. Um, I mean, is there like still life going on outside of their house? Like, can they go to the Walmart? (laughs) But is it like, is it like Krampus has all these little snow globes in his lair and that's how he like keeps an eye on them. So they're actually living real life and all of this really did happen. I'm more on that theory, I think. I would just shake them all the time. (laughs) Shake, 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 shake. I still kind of didn't notice, but uh, when it pans out, one of the houses in the snow globes is the psycho house. What? Yeah. No. It's hidden in one of them, yeah. When they're all getting along and stuff, it really did make me like, kind of miss the old days of Christmas a little I got a little tingle and then you see their faces and it just like washes over them and it's such a good moment but and she's just like she drinks more <laughs> we're Aunt Dorothy 100% I know she's like fine well, we're just gonna drink then <laughs> I have a Krampus tree topper because you know I do a black Ooh. Christmas tree and I have like purple orange and green lights and I have a Krampus topper where it's just his head but his eyes glow red <gasps> oh I love that is it the Krampus from this movie It looks very similar, but there's a catch mark. There's a catch. So many people have told me when they see it that it looks like a vagina. (gasps) Ew. (laughs) Like I didn't even see it. And then now that's all I see. I feel like I can see it and I haven't even seen it. (laughs) It looks like Santa's vagina. Does Santa have a vagina? Um, He does now. I mean, it's like Krampus and he's got his mouth open and he has like his hood. And like, (laughs) our friend who likes the ladies, of course, noticed it. She's like, that looks like a vagina. And I was like, oh. (laughs) And now everyone tells me that. And I just, I saw this terrifier, this Art the Clown tree topper. Now I just want that. So I have the vagina off my tree. (gasps) Ooh, that would be great. Yes. But... I need you to see my Krampus vagina. <laughs> I will see you Krampus vagina any day. Oh, that's so sweet. Thanks. Um, uh, Krampus G-Y-N. O-B-G-O-B-K-Y-N. Oh, I don't, I don't even know what those letters stand for. So I couldn't even make a proper joke. What does it stand for? Uh, 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 observing. Uh, no, let me get it. Observing. No. <laughs> ba- observing. Vagina. Ba- 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 Bad. Bad. Observing, observing bad gines. Observing bad gines. <laughs> Service. Says. No, you just did OBGs. You need a Y and an N. Observing, by, observing bad gines. Nasty. Ya nasty. <laughs> <laughs> just ya nasty. <laughs> observing. 
bad babes. No. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> I have a question. Yes. Which Christmas creature, and it could be from this movie or any Christmas tradition, would you like to kill you? Ooh. Like it can be the Grinch or like anything. Ooh. They would be cool to be strangled by the Grinch's nasty, hairy, long fingers. Ooh, yeah. But I think I want Ralphie from A Christmas Story to go just fucking crazy and shoot my eye out. Ooh. That's yes. a really good one. Does it count if I want to be Jacob Marley? And I want to come and haunt all the bad people in the world and tell them how they need to be good people or else the ghosts are going to get you. <laughs> Wait, so Mar- so you want Marley to kill you and then you come back as Marley? I mean, if that's how it has to work, that's fine. Or- well, it wasn't the question, what creature do you want to kill you? That's true. Not which one do I want to be. Okay, so which creature do I want to kill me? <laughs> Um, I want to die on the Polar Express when it's going all crazy and it like hits the ice and it's spinning around all crazy and Tom Hanks is voicing like every character there and all the (laughs) soulless dead eye children. Oh my gosh, we should do like a black Christmas version of the Polar Express, (laughs) the evil Polar Express. That would be crazy as fuck. I like it. I like it. Yes, like this train just shows up my house and I just feel compelled to get on. I randomly have a ticket and then it's a train of doom. That's great. <laughs> Train of doom. What was your other one? The pigeon lady from Home Alone 2. <laughs> you want her to kill you? I want her to treat me to a nice evening at the opera in her little attic. And then I want her to be like, bye-bye. And then like push me into the... <laughs> into the no, audience. she needs to throw the seeds on you so the birds eat you okay, to death. Okay, but I want her to be like a fucking crazy maniac. Like, like I'll be one of her Ooh. many many deaths she's a serial killer okay so yes she throws like seeds are only part of it she you know those little those little turtle doves that kevin gives her yeah she uses those as a ninja star and like gets people in the <laughs> eyes and shit <laughs> turtle doves she's like oh hello kevin here you go <laughs> she's leprechaun again <laughs> no but kevin's the only survivor and he's like locked up in an insane asylum somewhere because oh because she gosh. didn't kill him. She sacrificed him and now she haunts him. Him and the sticky bandits are all locked up yes, together. Joe Pesci. And then just when you think you're safe, the old man with the shovel comes back from the first one and whacks Ooh. Kevin over the head. Oh, but he liked Kevin. <laughs> he wasn't a bad guy. The pigeon lady liked Kevin too. <laughs> I forget it. I was already invested in the story. She was, <laughs> she was already a fully fleshed out character in my mind. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Whatever. Kevin deserved it. He came from a rich family. That's what I'm going to go as for Halloween. That's my Halloween costume now. Crazy. The pigeon, pigeon lady? lady? From Home Alone 2. <laughs> I'll be Kevin. <laughs> oh my gosh, be perfect. You're like the perfect size. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You'll have to shave. Oh, darn. <laughs> you don't have to shave. Beard's okay for the pigeon lady. <laughs> yes, of course. Can we just mention, since we're not ever going to really talk about Home Alone 2 on this real quick, why is this pigeon lady wearing clothes from the 20s? <laughs> because that's all she has. She got it from the Goodwill. She's, okay? she's from the Goodwill from the 20s. There's still, like, this is the 90s Michelle she looks like the lady from Mary Poppins it's like toppins toppins yeah that's exactly it but uh, this is New York City in the 90s everyone's wearing Tommy Hilfiger she's over here look like Eliza Doolittle maybe she's wearing the theater's clothes maybe she's wearing theater costumes she lives in the fucking theater (laughs) 
<laughs> Maybe that, that would at least explain it. Why is she? It's to give her character, okay? <laughs> I was also going to say, or she's also a ghost. Or an angel. Because Kevin is the only one that interacts with her, yeah. And he's in the scary park with all these scary characters. And mm. then she comes and like gets him out of the park. Oh my gosh, <gasps> Pigeon Lady's a ghost. Ooh, Kevin is Haley Joel Osment in The Sixth Sense. And all those ghosts in Central Park, they were just ghosts in Central Park. All the creepy ones, like the prostitutes and the creepy cab driver and everything. That's why I say she just like came directly from England. Was like, all right, I'm not going to live anywhere. I'm going to live in this theater now. She doesn't even drink her hot chocolate. They get hot chocolate and she you never see her drink it because she's a ghost. It would go right through her. <laughs> like in Casper. <laughs> but they masticate it somehow. They do because it turns into poop. Yes, if it doesn't turn into poop. But it kind of look it's all like mushed up and brown. <laughs> what if it just like just lumps of shit followed out of the ghosts? <laughs> Casper. You're the one that said masticated, okay? Masticate is a word. <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> Leave him in there. He's masticating. <laughs> Make sure he's doing it right. <laughs> Boo You Whore is hosted by Mark Gabaldon and Michelle Tate. It is produced and edited by Abby Anderson. If you want to support the show, rate and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and find us on all platforms at Boo You Whore Pod. We should have gone to stay with my brother. Your brother lives in a barn. Jesus was born in a barn. <laughs>